Hello, and welcome again to Stop Talking Already with me, Mr. Justin, the man, Engelbart. That's my own nickname that I just made up. I'm joined again this week by my favorite and best co-host, Alyssa Johnson-Wells. We'll be getting going here in just a second. A little bit of housekeeping. Um, there's really no housekeeping, so let's do it. All right, uh, I need to add music later on. Is all of your songs? Yeah, that's all my songs. I have a lot of songs in here that I can use as opening intros. I mean, a lot of them are just really goofy. The Million Way of Drum? The Million Way of Drum, let's hear it. Um, okay. It's going to be terrible. Uh, couldn't oh. be, I must have deleted it at some point because it couldn't Cause be it was loaded. Because horrible? <laughs> yeah, or it's all on my external hard drive. Because oh. I just moved all my music over there. But boring beginning. Um, let's see. Hey, guys. I got nice uh, toilet paper now. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's it's one start. of the things you can't really skimp on, or you shouldn't. Yeah, unless you're really poor. It's for your butt. I'm not poor enough to skimp on toilet paper when the Good. difference is what? Have two. a little dignity. Eh, yeah. I'll dignify it. Although I have been known to use paper towel when I've run out and have forgotten to buy more. You're not supposed to flush paper towel, though. That can clog. Uh, well. <laughs> I remember I had sorry, a... Sorry, sorry, sewage system. Here, I had a... Here's a story. I had a old roommate. I always lived with, with random women. <clears throat> They're not my girlfriends. I just live with them. And uh, your lesbians. Me and my lesbians. This one's not a lesbian. She's the one who moved to Portland, and um, she. No, this is. She, this isn't gonna reflect well on her. But uh, our toilet kept getting clogged all the time, and I'm like, no, it's not me. It isn't me. And then it, we found out that she was flushing tampons, and that was clogging the toilet. Oh, I've done that my whole life. Right, but the uh, landlord. She must have. The, she had a, a major <laughs> flow. No, I think it was just a horrible toilet. I think oh, it was like an old, awful plumbing at that building. And the guy was coming over like every other day and like, I gotta fix all this stuff. And we lived on the top floor, so our toilet would overflow and it would go into the neighbors downstairs. Oh, God. Yeah. Was... Thankfully, that's never. Well, a toilet has overflowed, but it was enough that like it went all over. It was a small, maybe inch ocean <laughs> on the bathroom floor, but I managed to clean it up. I ruined a lot of towels, though. <laughs> yeah, I, towels are uh, not cheap. Boy, I love no. to have a good towel. That's like a nice knickknack to keep around. Almost as good as good toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, you could just use all the toilet paper, I guess, instead of the towel. It's a good start here already. Yeah. We're off and running. So, Justin, you're back yeah. from New York. The big apple. How was your trip? My trip was great. I feel like I could make it out there. And, count. and something about the city is kind of inspirational for some reason. Well, you guys were in Brooklyn, right? We were in Williamsburg, Williamsburg which is right outside of Brooklyn. Of, of hipsterness. Yeah, I don't know how my friend can afford it. He does like video Crazy. editing for some company. Mm. And he's just in really bad debt. He's got like five credit cards that are all like maxed out. Uh, is and this place a shitty closet? No, it's really nice. Really, wow. really nice. It's like a three bedroom though. He's got two other roommates. One of them who doesn't speak English at all and just kept bringing over American girls all the time. Oh. And uh, he was nice, but my but my buddy's like, don't talk to that guy. Don't talk to him when he comes in. And then I just end up, yeah, I talk to everybody. So I, right. he comes out, and I'm like having a conversation with this guy, and he's like, God damn it. I told you not to talk to him. And I'm like, well, why not? I don't understand why not. But it's That's hard. It's quite to, the feat if he doesn't speak any English. Yeah, he spoke like enough, enough, but um, I didn't realize. He's got a great accent, great American, like English accent. Where, like, it sounds like he knows how to speak English, but he doesn't know a lot of words. Like maybe. But the grammar's, like, all broken, but all the words are pronounced Yeah, it's impeccably. one of those... 
Right, it's one of those things where you keep looking at him like, did you understand what I just said or not? <laughs> like, the language barrier is there. Like, and yeah. he's just, like, smiling and nodding the whole time and being like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, well, he gets it. Okay. If he's saying yeah and nodding, like, sure, he understands yeah. anything that I'm saying. Um, so, yeah, we went to some art museums, but we knew how to uh, get in for free. Because everything out there is a suggested donation, a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of tourists will just come in and pay whatever it says for the suggested donation. Right. Which is like twenty five most places. Tourists, yeah. So we got into the Met for a uh, dollar and quarters. Nice. Fifty cents. Fifty cents for each of us. And the lady who worked there didn't seem like very happy about it, but it's like, well, it's fine. Yeah, I don't think I was. I think I went to MoMA when I was there. Ooh, I don't MoMA. think I ever went to the Met. And then some natural history museum, or the the big one. That's called um, natural history. Museum of Natural History. Sure. What else is out there? Like the <clears throat> Getty, or is that in, that's in California? Um, oh yeah. Let's talk some art here. Well, my friend hates art, and I love art. I'm the I'm the guy who's walking around like with, like leaning over things with my arms behind my back, like reading the long descriptions oh, yeah, about too. how people created things. Yeah. And my friends just making fun, trying to make fun of everything. But it's like a huge. What's the point of going to a museum if you're not interested in learning about what you're seeing? Because he thought that I was just gonna help make fun of everything with him, and I wasn't because I kind of appreciate it. Do you do you get like the guided tours, like the headphones and stuff? No, I didn't go that far. I was just reading most things. I think that would have cost extra, and I was it trying does, to save yeah. money. Um, but anyway, here's an inter- interesting story about that place. There's like a roof that has like a wine bar on it. And, Which place? Uh, the Met. Oh, okay. The Metropolitan Museum. whatever Museum of art isn't that moma no it's called the met oh the museum of modern art sorry that's oh anyway there's a roof that he figured there's like five elevators in the building and only one of them will take you all the way up to the roof Mm. so i was taking all these other elevators that were taking me to different floors but i could never get up to the roof and i kept asking people like how do i get to the roof how do i get to the roof and they kept telling me how to get to the roof but I, for whatever reason, their directions weren't getting me there. So I was just like, want, I know that place really well now. I was like wandering around all three floors, yeah. like trying to figure out a way out up there. And he's like, I'm leaving soon. You need to get up here. I'm, I've already like three glasses of wine in. Oh, and your friend was already up there? He was up there for like three hours while I was wandering around trying to get up there. But I was oh. also looking at everything. Why didn't he tell you how to get up there? <laughs> he, kind of, he kind of did, but his directions didn't really help. Like, there's well, because he was several glasses of wine in, so probably. Maybe know. that was it. But either way, like, yeah, eventually I got up there and it was nice to get like a nice view of the city. There's cool. this weird house that's like an optical illusion that they built up there where it looks like a house from the front, but if you look at the side, like, it's just like all like pieces of wood that are put together in a way that... Is that an installation that's part of the museum? I think so. Huh. I don't know how, if it's like a loner thing. Yeah. How would you take it down? You just rip it down? I guess. Take all these different parts apart? Like a mandala. Um, yeah, or a, uh, yeah. Is that what I'm thinking of? Sure. I don't know what that is. Um, the, what the Buddhist monks do, they do those elaborate, uh, sand things. Oh, those things. Yeah, isn't that a mandala? Sure, I think so. Then, well, yeah, they they spend, like, weeks or something on it, and then it, once it's finished, they immediately brush it away. Yeah, because art <clears> is all <throat> temporary, just like everything else. Like uh, time. Yeah, yeah, I've been getting into the Buddhism stuff lately yeah mostly the zen buddhism which is yeah i think we talked about this already Where they talking? we did kind of when i brought up that one monk that i like fell down a wikipedia rabbit hole the one the guy self-immolation yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well you know they believe that there's no no lives after this life which is so cool in zen buddhism like that's just mm-hmm. it you're just living in it's pretty existential which is nice but then at the same time it's kind of nihilistic it is. It's totally nihilistic, which is weird then that somebody would, like, burn themselves to death when they don't have, like, 
it's a big bigger statement, I guess, if you don't think you're just going to be reincarnated or something. Like, a lot of these monks yeah. probably have such strong faith in, uh, you know, I'm going to come back as a butterfly or something. Or something cooler, like a, like a rhino. Rhino. Yeah. Although, that wouldn't be a nice thing to be right now. Aren't they all going extinct? They're all dying? Uh, well, fleetingness of time. Right. Uselessness of existence. It's evolution. They didn't adapt. <laughs> they need to adapt quickly to these changing conditions. They're the unicorns of the savannah. <laughs> Although the only things that are adapting are like things that we hate, right? Where you got like insects, like, are all we adapting. We hate insects. They're cool. I mean, they're gross, but they're cool. I like, hate, uh, other than bees, I guess, haven't adapted well, and that's why the bee thing is like such a big Do deal. They, yeah, the colony collapse or whatever. Do they ever like figure out what that was or is? Or is it a bunch of different factors? It's probably a bunch of different things. I feel like I should know about this, but I, I don't. I feel like I should too. Um, I think it's just the fact that, yeah, their numbers are just dropping really drastically. It's probably just from, like, less wildlife or something, because I'm Maybe. Them, yeah. They don't really need to Destruction of habitat. Yeah. Don't, All that fun stuff. Don't destroy their habitats. Yeah, come on, guys. They pollinate. Without them, we wouldn't have anything. Mm. No, that's not true. Um, well, so you recorded that podcast in New York. Yeah, and I really didn't want I to. Which I listened to. I was oh, like, it wasn't your idea? No, Blair's like, you got to do a show with Zen, with Zen. And I'm like, all right. I guess. Let's do it. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was good. It would have been better, but at the beginning, I spilled this glass of wine and broke this wine glass. This really expensive wine glass. I like that you guys were drinking wine. Oh, yeah. We drank two cases <laughs> Two cases of wine. Cases? Well, were you drinking, like, Franzia? We drank 24 bottles of wine over eight days. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, so just... you were in Williamsburg. You should have been drinking, like, PBR and having shots of cheap whiskey. No, see, because that's... That's what hipsters associate with hipsters now, so it's not so hipster not, anymore. Okay. Which is, That's yeah. just lame. Yeah. Yeah. One of, the, one of these things I'm writing, I have, like, the future, future Pope, and it, it becomes cool to become Christian because nobody likes it anymore. Nobody, uh... uh <clears throat> so, all these hipsters very, are, like, adopting. Yeah, that's a prescient, uh... That's a prescient idea. You know, because right yeah, now we have, like... onto something. We got, like, this rock star pope right now. Like, it's only going to go, like, more and more rock star, right? You're going to end up with, like, a younger and younger popes who try to, so hard to keep, like, like an Like a Justin and... Trudeau of, um, I thought you were going to say Justin Bieber. No. Well, Be no, Justin Trudeau, the, the Canadian prime minister. Oh, he's amazing. What a fox. He is. He's a great guy. <laughs> Charismatic leader. He's the JFK of Canada. Yeah, he is the JFK of Canada. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's willing to uh, harbor all those, uh, all those uh, political refugees. Mm-hmm. Which, that's huge. What a peach. What else? Let me see. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that that Zen guy seemed kind of like an asshole. <laughs> well, everybody <laughs> But in I is. liked him. So, Zen, if you're listening to this... He won't. I would totally get drunk with you. You would have gotten drunk. If you're in New York, you'd get drunk with Zen. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I won't go too much into detail, but my buddy... Like, I'm really go good... Go listen to that episode. It was good. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, not, I'm not telling you to go listen to it because you already have. I have definitely. Everybody have. else. Although it was good. Like, like any of these, you listen to it again and you're like, oh, I don't really remember any of this. Oh, I oh, hope right. that I oh, say Oh, I this. remember you, yeah, you mentioned that you had, like, you recorded with some people who like to go back and, like, re I remember I've, I've said something to you, like, I got some housekeeping, like, stuff that I've listened to and I'm like, oh, yeah. I want to correct that. Oh, what do you want to correct? Well, uh, well, God, by now this would have been like two episodes ago. Oh, man. So I don't... Ancient history. Um, oh, well, one thing is very Milwaukee-specific, so I don't think anybody would really care. It's okay. It's Milwaukee not that news. big of a deal. It's an early segment. Yeah, I'm Milwaukee talk. I think we were talking about restaurants, and I had mentioned that the people that uh, do Odd Duck are opening up another place. Oh, are they like not? Like a Middle Eastern place. 
They are. I think I called it Happy Kebab. It's Happy Falafel. Who oh, is that, that's in Bayview. That's in Bayview. Yeah, I might actually go no, there. The biggest this. thing that I remember listening to was like, you asked me what my favorite trip was. Uh-huh. And I think I told, I said something about a road trip. Uh-huh. <laughs> which was also, which was a great trip, but I don't know why I didn't. I was in Japan for fucking six weeks yeah, once, okay. so I probably should have said that. That's a great trip. That was, yeah. Thanks, Kikoman. Soy sauce. I met a bunch of Washington people in, uh, all my friends outside. <laughs> Do you know? No, Do you I don't know. That is? Are. No, no, no. It's no. one of the random kids that walks past you. There's random house. kids that ride bikes around here all day. Yeah. They probably all know me. They'll be like, hey, Justin. Yeah, it's that beard guy. They do say hey to you. Probably it's that Greek. It's yeah. that Greek guy. You seem Greek because I have a beard? Yeah. That's cool. Um, no, that's what, in that podcast. I'll stop talking about it. Oh, that, that happened in the podcast. Yeah. The Greek thing. Yeah. I don't remember. I'll stop talking about it. That's okay. Um, yeah, I just move on. I, I live in the Yeah, in the you live in the now, man. I've been having these arguments with people where they're like, well, one of my best friends, she's like, see you in the future. And I'm like, there's some future. At the time... There's only now. Well, when I see her in the future, it'll be... It'll be now. It will be That's now. That's true. Right. And the more creative... This is going to be tooting my own pipes here. But the more creative that you get... <laughs> <laughs> if you're really creative, you're in the moment, right? If you're creating something, if you're being... Like, right now, you're in the... We're in this moment... Like, sometimes yeah. you can be thinking about the past or the future, but not if you're talking or writing. Like, any of those things. It's like, oh, this is what I'm doing right now. Or painting or something. You don't think about possible development, though? Like, have, a, like, a maybe one step ahead? Structure? You know? Yeah. You're talking about structure like again. No. Um, I let structure kind of come. I've been developing structure because I've been doing a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. But I kind of just let the stories go yeah. wherever they want to go. Justin's writing 27 movies right now. Okay, I got four movies... And I've got five episodes of a sitcom already done, which is pretty good. It's pretty funny, I think. But my friend doesn't know, right? He's not a good writer. I'm doing this with my New York friend, but he knows right. really well about how... I, he really wants to edit everything and be like per, put together like perfect screenplay right. structure, formatting, all that stuff. Which is great, because then he edits it. He leaves me notes in bold that say, like, this is how you're supposed to do this. Mm. And I don't have to read any of these books, and I wouldn't read these books. So I'm like, if I can write, I'm going to write. I'm not going to... There's been so many years where it's like, oh, I've read, I've read every book about writing. Right. Like, I've read Stephen King on writing. I read, like, mm-hmm. Bird by Bird. I read the uh, Agatha Christie one about mysteries. I read Orson Scott Card on how to develop characters. I read Story by whatever that guy's name is, the big guy. Um, Sid uh, Field's screenwriting. Oh. Uh, all the Saves the Cat books, obviously, a million times. Which I still have to bring yours back to you. I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Joseph Campbell. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, I've read all these, and I'm like, well... If I can just write, why would I want to be reading these books well, about it's writing? Good, it's good to read that stuff because even unconsciously or subconsciously, it helps it all get synthesized and somehow becomes That's true. somewhat of a, of a foundation of your I'm creativity, sure all, I suppose. It definitely all contributes to whatever I, I write. I'm yeah. sure that subconsciously... Oh, well, I mean, I read some of it so many times. Like, I've read every Joseph Campbell thing a million times. I've mm-hmm. watched all of his YouTube videos, which you can find in Spanish... With Spanish subtitles, because otherwise they wouldn't be allowed to be online. Oh, yeah? Like the ones with Bill Moyers? Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I mean, he was almost really good. dead at that point, but... Oh. Well, at least he finished the whole series <laughs> yeah. before he died. I mean, yeah. A lot of people, you know... One foot in the grave. Like, Herb, Herb Brooks saw the finished cut of Miracle right before he died. And I think he actually died in a car accident, though. He's the coach of the U.S. Uh, oh, hockey team that oh, okay. beat Canada that year. Okay. Played by Kurt Russell in an amazing, oh, amazing performance. He's been pretty Your man good. crush. He's been pretty good lately again. He was in a Bone Tomahawk's pretty solid. What? There's a movie called Bone Tomahawk with Bone him. Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, is it's that like, recent? 
It's pretty recent. Yeah, I think it was like last year. It's like him and Patrick Wilson, who I love. He's one of my favorite Oh, actors. yeah, I like that guy. And a couple other big name actors. But they basically, it's like a Western, but they start getting attacked by like indigenous people. Oh. Um, and it's, it's good. Cool. It's really bloody, though. Excellent. Like preposition, proposition bloody. Have you ever saw the proposition, that Nick Drake movie? Or was it Nick Cave wrote? No, yeah, I was going to say Nick Drake. Nick Drake's no. been dead. And he went yeah. right out of bloody Western, but... Pink, pink, pink. <laughs> it's pink awesome. snow because of all the blood. But, right? That's the, yeah, that's the different version of Nick Drake's famous song. It might be a Nick Drake song in, the, in that it's movie pink, or something. Pink Blood Moon. Pink blood. There's some yeah. people that you just always get mixed up because their names are kind of similar. Like Nick Drake and Nick Cave is, is one for me, but... Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. There's like Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. I think oh, I brought that Pullman up. Oh, Pullman v. Paxton. Right? I'll always go for some Pullman. I think there's a third one, too. Oh, I like both. Fuck. Yeah, they're both great. I get them mixed up, though, because of the names. Basically. Michael names. Jordan and Michael B. Jordan. I would never get them mixed up, because the B is there just to tell you it's not Michael Jordan. I suppose so, yeah. Although, he's been... I wonder he's... what the B stands for. Bruce. Yeah. That's Bill? my dad's name. Michael Bill Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Robert when it Bobby. Yeah. Michael Bobby Jordan. I don't know, he's solid, but I thought the Fruit <clears throat> Pale Station movie was a little over overrated. I don't know. I don't like movies where you know exactly. Is it a little like overwrought, like kinda like Yeah, it was like Maybe we shouldn't be talking about that in this current climate. <laughs> well that's I think I think that's why that movie was so well reviewed, is because a lot of people were mm-hmm. afraid to criticize it. Which happens a sure, lot. Sure, I could see that. But it's um, not a bad movie. The, it's a great performance. What's the, um, the Rocky one? Um, Creed. Creed, that was supposed to be really good. It like, was good, but good. I didn't like him that much in it. I didn't like his character, but... Wasn't Sylvester Stallone supposed to be really good a, in it? He was so good. Oh, yeah, he got an Oscar nomination, didn't he? he? I think he, did, he might have won a Golden Globe, and I think he got nominated for an Oscar, but... Oh, he's so good, and they took the character exactly the only place where they could have taken it at this point. Like he plays Rocky, yeah, older. He plays Rocky because he's that's like it's Apollo Creed's son, right? So does he train him? Mm-hmm. Oh. But well, like really begrudgingly trains him. Like okay. he has to like get talked into it. Like this kid just won't leave him alone. Oh, okay, I'll train you. Yeah, kind of thing. I've um, never seen a Rocky. You've never seen any Rockies. No, I'm not too broken up about it. Basically, in every the first Rocky, he's got like he's got a brother who's kind of like messed up. Um, he's got his wife, and then he's got his trainer, and I think there's a couple other characters. And then every movie after that, they basically just keep killing off, like, one of his loved ones as being, like, the dramatic sort of thing that happens, like, towards right. the end of it. And then, like... Whatever all... struggle he has to <laughs> overcome. Spoilers. Isn't, um, um, his wife in that movie, isn't that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's mom? Is it really? That's, like, it's, like, Talia something or other, right? Talia Shire? Yeah, yeah that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's mom. Well, they, I think they killed her in... I think. In Balboa, which is the sixth one, with, with Floyd Mayweather, who plays a villain, which is ridiculous. Mm. I didn't realize I was supposed to go in love with mom. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Talia Shire. She's so good in those. But um, my problem with Creed is they never... You know, the Rocky movies just keep getting more and more ridiculous as you go along. Like, Rocky Three, you got Mr. As T in say. there. okay. And he's like, I don't want to fight. And then you end up fighting Mr. T, and it's just, like, over the top. Then Does like, he always win? Yeah. Eh. Except for in Rocky One, which is the best one. Oh, he doesn't? And is that against Apollo Creed? Yep. Oh. And then the second one, he beats Apollo Creed, and then they become friends in the third one, and they're like training buddies, oh. and they have like a real homo- homoerotic kind of yeah. relationship. And then the... Some Greco-Roman stuff. Let me just spoil it. Everybody knows all this stuff. So Yeah, it, and I don't care, so... Okay, so here's my problem with Creed. In Rocky Four, 
there's this Russian guy who's supposed to be like the new best boxer. He's played by whatever that fam- you know, that guy. Um, Boris. No, he's in like the Expendables and stuff. Dolph Lundgren. Ah. Yeah. Thank God I came up with Dolph. it. Dolph. Anyway, Dolph is like this amazing Russian guy. It's like a Cold War kind of. Uh, and I mean, he's Austrian, actually. In the, in the movie, he plays oh, a okay. Russian dude. His name is uh, Ivan Drago. Ooh. And, oh, so that sounds familiar. Yeah, and then uh, Apollo Creed's like, oh, I can take. Rocky doesn't want to fight him. He's just like, oh, I'm not going to fight him. And then, so Creed fights him. He gets killed in the ring by this Russian guy. Oh. So then in the new movie. Juicy. In, in the new Creed movie, they just don't acknowledge the fact that his dad died in the ring in that fight. Because at first, that movie was so ridiculous, and they want you to take the new one seriously so it mm-hmm. could get, like, Oscar buzz. But I feel like that ruins the whole thing to me for me. It's Is Scott like, Stapp in that movie as well? Who's that again? Oh, the singer from Creed? No, he did a review online where he gave it two arms wide open or something. <laughs> it's on, like, Funny or Die or something. So that joke's been made. That's pretty good. I explained that pretty Didn't well. We have, um... Some video where like he was kind of, kind of off the rails or like he seemed like he was kind of on something, kind of talking about how like, how poor he is and like what's going on like his music or his vision for his music or something like that. Probably. I don't know. This I know. is a while he ago. Should have let his religion guide him. That was a big turnoff. Yeah. About Creed. I mean, I didn't. Like, I wouldn't have liked them anyway, but Creed would have been my yeah, band. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good impersonation. <laughs> My favorite Scott Stapp thing was. Here you take <laughs> me. That's how that's how they sing, right? That's basically. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. I can't even do it. You know, it's just all of that, that, and like all the other kind of in that genre. It's just a lot of like. I feel like Bon Jovi kind of created that subgenre. Kind of like it's like it's like Metallica light, like. It's like a split. It's, it's split off from hair metal a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, don't try to step it up too much. Oh, yeah. Um, I respect you, Scott Stapp. Now that's... My favorite Scott Stapp thing, you can find this online. He was on this show called uh, Celebrity Poker Showdown. Mm. And David Cross was on this, this episode, this particular episode. Oh, my episode. God. That had, that's quite the, that's quite the it's parody It's so right good. There. And, like, David Cross came on wearing a yarmulke. And then he... Was he just oozing... Oh, yeah. He oozing was pretentious total, smarm. Totally. It's smarm. It's, it's so good. And Yeah. And like he started, lo- he was losing at the beginning. He lost a couple of hands, even though he clearly was one of the only people who knew how to play poker. I think uh, what's yeah. your face was also there. Uh, the Carrie Fisher was also in this episode. Oh, nice! And I forget who else was on it. But he like he started losing, and he took he threw his yamaka down on the ground. He's like, "That's supposed to be my y- lucky yamaka," and it's just like making all kinds of like bad oh, jokes like that. But at some point, he gets Scott Sapp really, really pissed off at him, and Scott Sapp leaves. But Scott Sapp had like no clue how to play poker so it was of course david cross gonna get you at some point buddy yeah uh, i don't know that's a great Playing show game bill gordon was that? we went to atlantic game city game. out there i've been getting kind of into the poker thing it's like a crazy three million oh atlantic city i was like it's like a casino I thinking, town I, oh i know really it's like it's like, the, it's like the, the vegas of the east coast right pretty much like my buddy had but, it like just gro- grosser it's really gross well i don't know if it's grosser than vegas but probably because I think pe- most people, like tourists, would probably avoid that place like the plague. And they yeah. should, because it's just dirty and disgusting and awful. But the hotel rooms are nice. Oh, that's good. Because my friend had a free hotel room, but it had expired on May 30th. He got it from from take, taking out this credit card or something. So he had to argue with people on the phone, like, I, I earned this hotel room. This is my hotel room. I need to have this hotel room. I'm going to go down there and spend a lot of money. Yeah. Like, and just listen to him just talk on and on with all these... Because the, there's three different casinos that are part of Atlantic City. There's three main ones. There's, like, Harrah's... Oh, yeah. Whatever the big ones are. It's Harrah's, Harrah's for else. sure. 
Um, There's two other... Bling, Bling Town. Bling Town. That's the new one. Uh-huh. Trying to appeal to a younger, hipper Absolutely. scene. Absolutely. Of yeah. course. You like how uh, PC I worded that? <laughs> you really got your pulse on youth culture. Oh, yeah. After after that. Yeah, I met. I mean, uh, yeah, I met a lot of cool people. My friend, has, he's got friends who own these, this bar. And uh, across the street, they got a pizza place that she opened. And now she's opening a... Uh, a Bar is it? Is it? Are they artisanal pizzas? No, it's just regular. artisanal organic pizzas in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. No, it's just a regular ass. Uh, it was a bad part of Brooklyn actually. And um, I had uh, pizza right before I, I came here. Go figure. And ice cream. I came from a ten-year-old birthday party. And had pizza and ice cream. Yeah. So I'm in a great mood. I good ate night salads. Awesome birthday party, Josh. Joshy. Yep. Mm, Josh. <laughs> oh, I man. gave him. I gave him some bubbles. I had a joke I, I was going to make up. about that. It was a stand-up joke. I didn't mean, I mean, meant to write it down because I'm like... About I should... a, ch- a child's birthday party? No, no. Here we go. I can tell you. I can just tell it the okay. way that I had it. It was, it was about how kids are like the most honest and the time that you get to see them be the most honest is at their birthday parties when you... It's the hardest people to buy gifts for are these kids. Oh, yeah. They will... Or, you can tell exactly. If like they immediately like they're not. like, gloves. Mm. Like, <laughs> done with that. Or they know Chuck. it's in like a... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like, can I, you know, and they go right to their parents, like, I don't like any of this stuff. Like um, when, like in A Christmas Story, when Ralphie opens up the the bunny suit. Oh, I love that bunny suit. I want yeah. that bunny suit. I'd <gasps> oh, wear that. you just <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, goodness. Good movie. That's a great movie. Um, Let's see. I got a little sidetracked there. What were we talking about? Let's um, get back. Was I, gonna, oh, I don't know. I can tell you about my pilots if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go for that. So the... Sitcom. Pilots. It's called Pilots. It's a sitcom pilot. It's called Pilots. It's about pilots, clearly. Uh Uh-huh. Our theme song is a song called... Pilots? It's a song called Magic by the band Pilot. I'm getting to that. Okay. So the setup of the story is there's like this super rich guy that hates... Starts in in the 70s. Uh Uh-huh. It's a super rich pilot. He's got like families all over the place. He's like a commercial pilot, but he's the best. Oh, like secret families all over the place? Yeah. A family in every town? And his name's Bill. Sure. And he's my favorite character. Bill Pilot? Bill pa- Bill Baxter. No. Yeah. You almost, you almost said Paxton. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I would have called myself. But yeah, maybe I did. And... What if you got Bill Paxton to play him? That'd be great. It's I voice is animated. Oh. Because I thought that'd be easier to jump all over the place like I would want to do. I suppose, um, yeah. Because I like to just break timelines and just, you know, I'm very... Non-linear. Yeah, because I, I don't believe in structure, and I think a lot of the best like older Simpsons episodes, like yeah, but underlying like theme and plot structure mm-hmm. and like a premise and like oh, this one is gonna be the one where how it's like you kind of know how it's gonna end, but how you get there, you don't really right. Like have the, an idea. that was the best part about like early Simpsons is like the first eight nine minutes would be totally unrelated to like when they get into the actual plot of the episode. Like they would start yeah. a lot of them with like TV related stuff. They'd have like talk shows around or like game shows or stuff. They would, you know, I'd be like, this coming from Springfield Live, this is whatever. And, like... Are you talking, like, the first couple seasons, or, like... Not the first couple, maybe, like, three, four, five, when Conan was around. Ah. Uh, I think. Those are the okay. good... Where you're like, oh, and then it turns out to be, like, the monorail one. Yeah. Like, I forget how that one opens up. Well, yeah, that, no, that's a really good point, because you... The one, yeah. So I'm like... When one episode starts, and you're like, I do not remember what happens in this at all. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it turns into the episode where you're like, oh, I've seen, I've seen this <laughs> one a million one, times. that one, yeah, but I didn't remember how it started, yeah. Yeah, that's... I that's a good point. People are getting away from that a little bit. So anyway, Bill Baxter's pilot, he's quitting commercial airlines because they don't let him smoke on the plane anymore. 
Those motherfuckers. Right? Which actually happened. Like, we did a little bit of research on this. Uh, um, a little bit. Just, yeah. He does more... <laughs> the, bare, the bare minimum. Well, he thinks everything needs to make sense, so I let him do all the fact-checking and research, because that stuff, I don't care about that. I'm just going to write all these stories yeah. as quickly as possible. So he's got two kids that... Uh, he's starting his private airline, and for only rich people, basically. And it's, you know, it's very successful. We got, like, the stock What's it called? I forgot what we're called. Sky, Sky Fury is the name of the plane. Sweet. Which is like Guy Fieri. But, oh, yeah. But if it predates Guy Fieri, we'll have some Guy Fieri jokes later on when it takes place in the present. Okay. Although we're splitting it into the pilot into two parts because it was all just exposition about Bill. Like, there's too much stuff about the airline. But you need exposition to set everything up. Who are you going to get to animate it? Oh, we'll see. I just want to write all 12 episodes. We're going to write a full season. Uh, and then my friend says he, he says he knows people in New York. I don't know. But I suppose. I'm going to let him deal with that. Yeah. Either that or I'll just be like, eh, there's an agent somewhere. Right. I'll grab an agent. That's cool. I thought you said Asian. Silly though. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Although we were here the Whoops. whole time. Yeah, Whoops. the way that this is going to be boring, this is more like uh, behind the mirror talk. Is that what they say? Curtain. Behind the curtain. Here yeah, we go. Back to the curtain. Yeah, you need to um, create an RSS feed, which you have to do by having a permanent website location, which is linked to so your audio was, file. I just thought it was on iTunes. Well, it is, but to get on iTunes, I had to create a blogger. I had to host the audio file on archive.org. Right. And then I have to submit the RSS feed that I created through Blogger and the other website to iTunes. So, so iTunes, we could have, like, posts and stuff on iTunes? archive.org? Is that what you're saying? Well, it would be what? on the blogger, but I don't think anybody would ever look at the blogger because that's only used to, to create the RSS feed. Well, maybe they'd start looking at it if we actually put stuff on it. Yeah. Maybe. That's true. I just don't know how you would get to it. I'd have to create some sort of portal. I should mm. still build this web... I'm still thinking of building a website. I think it'd be good. Portal. And then I can host all a my stuff. A wormhole to our blog. Should I just pay somebody to make a website? That's just too Squarespace. But I don't like no, you said you want to use the other one. WordPress? Yeah, because it's free. I did, but I can't figure out how to... I kept saying Squarespace. Brought to you by Squarespace. Brought to you by Squarespace. If you don't want to use... All the other podcasts we listen to, they're always giving you discount codes. They are, but which one would I go through? I mean, all my allegiances are to Duncan Trussell, so I'd use his probably. Yeah, he probably... I'm pretty sure I've heard him advertise Squarespace. Yeah, even though now he doesn't have to, because he's got... Oh, no, he does. He was sponsored, his whole tour was sponsored by Squarespace. Right, but yeah. He's got his Amazon portal, and he does Casper.com, which is a mattress thing that I want to yeah, try. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually want to try that, too. Yeah, it sounds like it would be cheap. My boyfriend wants to get a new mattress. I'm like, let's try this, and I don't think he's into anything, like, I think you should, cause new he, or, like, I, I was going to say on the internet, but he loves the internet. I'm just saying, like, your boyfriend and I don't, I don't, you internet? anything, well, no, because it's, it's, like, I think it's, like, I it's think he doubts the quality. Because it like comes, it comes delivered to you in a box, you know, and he's like, that can't possibly be. Well, then you have pay quality payment plans. Though. I mean, you can pay like thirty bucks a month until you pay it off. Well, and it's just, and I think he also is very suspicious of anything that's not super expensive. Really? Why kind of they? because he like he wants to pay for like quality. Yeah, but they even like, say on the commercials, it's like ninety days, send it back if you didn't. Exactly. Like it. Yeah. yeah, and it's been ranked as like one of the best. Like new inventions. Let's of just like do a Casper advertisement here. Like um, I don't know. I never tried it. Well, myself, nobody wants to go to the mattress store, and you don't want to tie a mattress on top of your car and yeah, and like lay on on the mattresses that a bunch of other gross people have laid on. Yeah, and they're probably not even covered in plastic. That's this yeah. display model. Although I did drive past a mattress store earlier. It's like two hundred bucks for a queen. Really? And I'm like, well, maybe I'll just. Do that. Well, we missed the ultimate um, mattress day sale, President's Day. 
Oh, that's the best day. That is the best day. What else do they do for President's Day? I think it's just match. It's just President's Day slash mattress day. Oh. It's the day of the year you wait to get to get your new mattress. I'll wait till next year. I'll wait for it to come back I think back there around. might also be like really good like uh, car car deals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Because that's what that's what the founding fathers believed in. Believed in. Actually, that was mattresses more, and cars. That was pretty much Alexander Hamilton because he created the national bank. He mm. created the Federal Reserve to right. try to take over the government, basically. And he failed, kind of, but he definitely, uh, uh, what is that called, when you make something happen a lot faster, he accelerated the progress mm -hmm. of like capitalism. He made. Did you guys go try to see Hamilton while you were in New York? Oh, yeah, it was so expensive. I know, I think I heard that main, the main performer's last performance tickets were going for like $20,000. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, Book of Mormon is in Milwaukee pretty soon. Oh, really? Yeah, the ticket pre-sale pre tickets are available, I think, like, tomorrow probably. or something. Maybe. I'm going to keep an eye on it, though. I really want to go. Louis C.K. is going to be here August 1st. Yeah. That's the day after I move, though, so I don't know if I'm going to either have the funds or the energy. I'll watch him online. He's not yeah. talking me into it. I've watched... Oh, I watched Lady Dynamite. That was... Yay! It's good. So good. I, yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, good. I like a lot of the random cameos. I've been, I've been cameos. it to so many people, and half of them are like, it was amazing, and half of them are just like, eh. There's this she's very, she's, I don't know. She's an acquired taste, Marie Bamford, Marie Bamford. I think. Yeah. There, it, was, it was weird. There's this one episode where there's this really famous comedian who never really hit it big, uh, Andy Kin Kinsler. You know Kindler. Him? Kindler? Yeah. Andy Kinsler. He's super big within comedian the comedy circles, yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him at Harmon But he's, yeah, he's never, like, become... There's an no, episode no. where she talks about how her friend is hanging out with, like, her new boyfriend doesn't understand how comedy works. Oh, yeah. And he's, for some reason, he's hanging out with Andy Kindler, or somebody's hanging this out with him. the one that she starts seeing after she, like, she has that alter ego or whatever. No, that's later. Oh, okay. But uh, they keep mentioning him, and he's in the background, but he doesn't have any speaking lines. No. Oh. He's just, like, in the house. He's, like, in the back of a shot. And they're talking about him. And I'm wondering, like, that. that's just, like, a nod to, it's like... It's so perfect, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I don't want to go too much into it, that's because... That's him. Yep. That's him and his career. That's it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then I watch all of Master of None, which is great, too. I haven't seen any of that yet. It's good. It's a lot It's a lot less, like, going for jokes than you would expect. Like it's actually, yeah, it's, like, kind of, like, more sincere, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he's just trying to prove that, like, he can act and write a little bit. Even though he's just yeah. still being Aziz Ansari. Uh, that just got an Emmy nomination. Yeah, the second episode's amazing. They, it's him and this... Uh, Who's the other guy, like his friend or something? Well, it's uh, 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 the guy from Tim and Eric, Eric Wareheim. He's oh. one of his best friends. Okay, He's yeah, yeah. really funny. Like, he wants to go to this birthday, this kid's birthday party in the first episode so he can go in the bouncy Josh. castle. Oh, fuck yeah. And then That's they go the thing and that was missing at the birthday castle. party that I was at where I got p pizza and ice cream. Oh, you weren't kidding? Castle. You were being serious? No. Is your, I didn't go... I, I did actually were. eat pizza and ice cream, but I wasn't. You weren't actually. I wasn't Josh's at Josh's birthday. birthday party, no. Yeah, Josh's parents wouldn't have liked you to go to his party. Eh. It's also just kind of weird to have a kid's birthday party on a Thursday. Kind of, but you just got to sneak it in. The parents just want to get out of the way. Right. Because on the weekend, you can just let them go to sports. They're like, stuff. oh, it's, it's a weekday. Nobody's going to come, oh darn. Yeah, uh, well, your, your little friends will come after school, and we can get them out of here by 9 because they got to be up tomorrow. Perfect. That's true. This is the kind of scheming I would be doing. His yeah. parent, you know. Joshy would know no better. He'd get a lot of presents. Josh, that's all he cares Josh about. Josh cares about his presents. That's it. <laughs> yeah, he's got, you know, he's, he's got his new uh He wants a new gun. He wants a new iPhone. No, kids kids now want a new iPhone. They don't want a Nerf gun. The kids from upstairs here. I want a Nerf gun. Nerf guns are fun. Hell yeah, they are. 
these kids from upstairs have, have a bunch of new Nerf guns. Oh yeah, the sweet kid. You're like buddies with them, right? Yeah. I don't know, that one guy, that one kid said. He's fun. I don't know what his name is. Hi, Justin. Yeah, they call me like Mr. Justin. Mr. Oh. Yeah, I see him riding their bike. Mr. Justin. Yeah, borderline. uh, (laughs) Borderline borderline, um, plantation. (laughs) I was gonna say borderline racist, but I don't believe in that. Mr. Justin. Like I was telling a story where one of the key factors was the fact that there was um, people of race involved in it, and somebody thought accused me of being racist. But I'm like, if it was a bunch of white guys I was talking about. Talking about what? Just these, uh, man, I don't want to tell the story. Then don't. But, yeah, it's just... This climate, Justin, this climate. I don't think people care. Yeah, I, like I was it's at, um... fraught with tension. I believe I was just kind of talking about how, like, a lot of workers at restaurants are of Mexican descent. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not racist, because it's Well, it's it just, obs- yeah, you're just making an observation. Right, that's an observation. Sure. You can't be racist for saying something, like... <coughs> For acknowledging race, it's a detail. As a as a person who wants to tell stories, I want to acknowledge. It's more awkward to not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What am I gonna say? Oh, these guys. That. Yeah. I guess I could just do that, but that's boring. That's. I want to paint a picture. But that's not. But you're you're you are specifically. You're not. It's nothing derogatory. It's just like I have noticed that. Right. Blah blah. I had a couple. I don't think you're. I don't think you're racist for thinking that. Thank you. I mean, as a white man. You're always going to be a little racist, yeah. I guess. Mostly because you we, and your privilege. We live in this segregated city where everybody's paranoid. The most segregated. Right. Yeah. So that, if we were more integrated, maybe people wouldn't think I was racist as much. But it's almost like you have to defend. I don't even know what the motivation would be for a lot of people that want to accuse me of. And then like I'm, I'm hanging out with all these really offensive New York people who just say super Ardent. offensive like rude things constantly like you got an example in the last episode even though he's not even bad compared to some of these people right, my other yeah, friends yeah. are worse and i'm like well people are getting mad at me for stating the name of a you're just some yokel from wisconsin sorry i keep yawning I that's okay why. i'm not yawning i'm nope. awake um i am awake i don't feel tired i don't know why i'm yawning maybe it's because there's no light in here oh i didn't start I the know. uh air humidifier thing <gasps> our podcast vapors I should, but I don't have any... I've been putting melatonin in there. I've been hoping that it helps me sleep. Uh, and it hasn't. No. Nothing will help me sleep. Let's talk about our you battles just, with sleep. Uh, I don't have much of a battle with sleep. Uh, lately, just when I get going on something, I'm like, oh, I feel like I can, I can write. I need to just write. I don't care if I'm operating. you got the creative genius, the spark. When you get the spark... Fanning you, the flame. Although the only problem with the spark is you just keep worrying you're going to lose it. Like, oh, any moment this is going away. Which is, but that's great motivation to keep writing. But then I'm like, right. well, it's one of the morning. You just go through it. Yeah. Like, work through it, I guess. It's kind of about creating habits. Yeah. Kind of. I got a bunch of whatever works. Yeah, whatever you. works. You figure out what works, and everybody's process. Ah, oh, God, it's so pretentious. Everybody's creative processes are so different, right? Like if you. Yeah. You know, like Ralph Waldo Emerson, that guy. He wrote a book differently than. Uh, some other famous Ralph Lewis Stevenson is that another guy? Robert Lewis Stevenson. Yeah, those Trevor guys are Island. so different. Well, any time I come across an article that talks about like, yeah, like the daily habits and routines of, of right. creative people. Although it would have been a lot easier when you didn't have interested. as many distractions. Kind of like, well, that's true. Yeah, but like, some will sleep in just like two hour chunks all day, and then Bill Clinton, he's not creative, oh, but he, he only does. sleeps like two hours a night, and he's vegan. I think I knew the vegan thing. Yeah. Some some people just know how to do that power nap, that two-hour power nap. I also read something about, um, I'm really bad, my only struggle with sleep is that I'm really bad at napping. Mm-hmm. 
So like I'll be really tired after work, but I know I'm I need to go out later or something. Right. So I'm like I should take a nap. Um, yeah, I can't do and it. And I'm really bad at it. <clears throat> I read something about a coffee nap though. You just drink like coffee. Like the best way. Yeah, you drink a cup of coffee, and then take <laughs> like a twenty minute to half hour nap. Is that how you and do it's the power to, nap? I guess. Well, because nope. it takes. Oh, yeah, the coffee naps. Um, so, yeah, you drink a cup of... Because, yeah, it takes a while for the caffeine to kick in, so not only do you get a little nap in, which is refreshing, a uh, not-too-long nap, which is important, but uh, by the time you wake up, the caffeine is starting to kick in, so it's, like, double duty. Double duty? Yeah. And that's real life. Well, yeah, because, like, I feel like when I leave work at 2 in the afternoon, I'm exhausted, or right before I leave work, uh-huh. but by the time I get home, I'm, like, kind of refreshed because I'm out of work. I'm right. I'm not at work anymore, so the I second still feel I get- like taking a nap. Yeah, the second you get out of there, like, <clears throat> yeah. here we go. The whole day always. It's sunny yeah. out. I can't sleep when it's light out. That's my thing. Oh, no. Like, if it's 5 a.m. and the sun comes up and I wake up, I'm like, You're well. just, well, fucked. Not going back to sleep. No. Yeah. Even if I try to, like, cover uh, my windows and everything and make it really dark, well, you I just, can't lie to myself. Know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know that it's light outside. Yeah. Um, I had a weird, here's a weird story. Okay. This is an interesting Great. one. This is one of the darker... It's not really a darker story. There is a point uh-huh. to it, though. Okay. It's about being in New York. Uh-huh. You just experience a lot of things that you realize, like, how powerless you are to everything. Um, uh-huh. Just, uh, you know, you, you see a lot of things out there. Yeah. Where you're like, shit, I can't... Like, there's nothing Did I can do about anything. Did you see a dead anything. body? No, I didn't. Uh-huh. But I saw something weirder than that. So it's... Oh, it's not weirder than that. This isn't... I was just kidding. Um, so it's like three in, three in the morning. We just got home from some bar, mm-hmm. and we're like, let's go bowling. So oh. we go bowling at 3 in the morning, and we're bowling next, it's weird. So we're bowling next to these two younger, like, 21, 22-year-old white girls who are with, like, these rich guys of, like, Spanish descent. Okay. Like, these, it's, it's crazy. Like, I can't imagine, like, a girl, like, 21, 22 being, like, a call girl or, like, an escort. Oh, but they were sure. clearly, like, escorts. And <coughs> of course, one of the weird things in, in New York is it seems like nobody ju- nobody judges you based on what you're wearing. Like they can't tell whether or not you have money based on if you're dressing like a scrub going around. Mm-hmm. So these girls the whole time just kept talking to me and my friend because they probably wanted us to rescue them from this bad situation that they were in with these guys. Yeah. And you know I'm just hitting. We're just were the kind guys of, like staring daggers at you. Like were you talking to our women? <laughs> well, this is funny. My okay, friend Blair. Told the people at the bar that it was my birthday, and these guys just kept buying me shots. Oh, I remember you texting me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of, bef- I kind of befriended these two guys, and then okay. like I was pretending that like, like, hey, Justin. Yeah, exactly. And every time they would like come, like drink get- this tequila. Did they give you tequila? They were buying really nice stuff, like really Ooh. good stuff. That's how I knew they were rich. Yeah. Um, I wasn't just making an assumption based mm-hmm. on the fact that they could afford like these art school girl call girls. I'm like, yeah. How do how desperate do you have to be as like a, a girl that age? And the girls didn't even seem like they were friends. Oh. Seemed like they were both just from some agency or something. Probably, so probably. that's icky. So I made friends yeah, with whatever. really good friends with one of them, and she kept telling me about like her art collection and stuff. She wouldn't stop talking about art. Huh. And like I don't know, she was kind of following me around, and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna get killed tonight by some weird guys. <laughs> so I prefer to not get killed tonight. So. It's like four thirty in the morning, so yeah. I'm gonna let that slide. Um. And, oh, we were with some New York guys, some bouncer from some bar, so that was kind of nice. But we left really early. Like, we had, like, three games left to bowl, because you have to buy them in, like, three-game chunks or something. Uh-huh. And there's three of us. 
And our friend is like, I can't stop bowling until we bowl. I bowl all these games. So he bowled the rest of our games by himself. He must have been there like another like hour, hour and a half. Which I just thought that was a funny like New York kind of detail. Like who goes only out bowling in that New way? York? Right. That wasn't the only example. Let's see. What were some other other things that happened? Like apparently it's it was it was on that uh, Lady Dynamite show. Like people are just like really rude to each other. Mm-hmm. Like they'll call each other like cunts or like you know asshole like that kind of thing. And I and like yeah. in my head I'm like you're just saying like really rude things to strangers that you haven't met. But apparently it's just like a thing that people do out there. Like because immediately I'm like don't say really mean stuff to some random girl. But then it turns out like everybody that's not nice, right? And I was actually like stepping in and for because well my friend I don't know what he said to this one girl but she got really really pissed and she's like I want to fucking punch your friend in the face right now. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. And I'm like, he's just an asshole. This is the kind of shit that he says. Yeah. And then she gets mad at me, and she's like, anybody who's friends with this guy sucks. And so I'm like, uh-huh. and then we just kicked her out of the bar, because it was my friend's friend's bar. Oh, okay. But I'm like, you're just driving out all the all cute right. young girls. All right. That's all you're doing, because you're horrible with women. Because hey, he just hates, he hates the world. And then you realize, like, how, you know, dark some people are. Like, how bad of a place a lot of people are in. And that, you know, I'm like, oh, I... Because I felt like a kind of an amoral sort of person, like, before you get out, because you don't need to react to any situations like that here. Yeah, Like, you don't well, see stuff here, other than no, the like, news. I guess we don't. Right, no, that's true. I, I guess I sure, kind of avoid there. it, because we're segregated over here on, in Tosa, where it's mostly like-minded types of people. But when you're faced with, like, up front like that, area, you're like, the fact that I was empathizing with, like, all these random people, Sure. I'm like, oh, I'm a better person than I thought it's it was. It's a melting pot. It is a melting. All experiences. Was, so what you're saying is it's a nice place to visit, but you wouldn't want to live there? No, I probably would. Thing. I probably would totally live there. Yeah? I love the subway system. Like, you can Well, just, you've already lived in L.A. you got to go to the opposite side and check it out. <laughs> we'll see. I don't think I'm going to. Although, immediately, I'm like, oh, I would I would do great. I feel like I would do great there. I was just making friends with everybody. Because I can just talk that like this. That seems more... New York seems way, way more of your energy it, than L.A. Yeah. for sure. People are just, like, walking up and just talking to me, and, like, I'm just making friends with, like, yeah. all these random people. Like, yeah. I got a lot of them in my phone Do you now. talk to, like, some cool homeless people? No, not homeless people. Oh. Just people at the bar, mostly. Mm. Or at bars or at restaurants or, like, food. on the street. Yeah, I went to a ramen house. It was amazing. Yeah. It was, like, the best food ever. I mean, I did bagels every morning. Yeah. Basically. Did you get a, a, a slice? Slice? Of, of New York. The old nah. soda? The slice? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I did. Actually, uh... No, I didn't eat it. But we went to this place called Sales. It was up in it. That was after bowling oh, at God. like five in the morning. I'm like, Sales is probably still open. And then it was. And wow. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't feel like eating any pizza. I don't eat pizza. Oh, but, you're vegan. Well, I kind of started eating fish. Like, we. we well, like, you eat cheese. You don't eat cheese? I don't eat cheese, Not no. Dairy. Okay. So, never I mind. just don't eat dairy. That's the one thing that I don't like eating. But, um, like, we went to this grocery store and bought all these baby octopuses. And I just Got fried, yeah, I just fried them all up, yeah. and then everyone else hated them, and I ended up just eating, like, two pounds of baby octopus. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I'm back on the fish train here. I'm a sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just like, I'm a kraken. You just yeah, start like, eating all these octopi. Yeah. Octopi. Just, and then my, yeah. It'd make you feel like a giant. That's why I like Brussels sprouts. It makes me <laughs> feel like I'm eating whole cabbages. Well, what are, yeah. That's Whatever. Technically, they look like little aliens to me. Brussels it's funny that you bring up, yeah, they look like, they look like uh, aliens. Just the way they come out of the ground, it looks like a... Oh, on their stalks, they're weird, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But when they're off the stalks, they're like little cabbages. It's funny that you bring that up, because octopuses are probably the strangest creature ever. They're super cool. They are. I read there's a big treatise 
Um, I heard about this from the dollop episode. They used to do the thing called octopus wrestling in like the 60s. It was like one of the first televised uh, sporting events. Oh. People would just walk in the water and try to wrestle octopuses. They'd like shit. pick them up with sticks and shit. But Aristotle had like this huge, uh, uh, what do you call those, like essay about how stupid, how he hates, hated octopuses and they're so stupid. Because they'll just reach out and like, they'll reach out to people. Like you put your hand in the water and they'll just like reach out and grab, like grab you. Like, oh, and they they're like, be like, you stupid octopus, we're dangerous. Right. Don't do that. Exactly. <laughs> we're trying to kill you. Yeah, and like, that's, that, that was the whole thing with octopus wrestling. It's like, they'll come right to you, so why are you trying... And this is a real thing. Like, you can look up, like, videos of, like... I'll just go listen to that dollop. Yeah, you should. That's a good one. <sighs> Let's see. Other things that I needed. Housekeeping. Anything else important? Any What's going on with you? Housekeeping. Um... Moving. Moving, yes. Moving's always fun. Moving, but it's nice because, like, we can we've already like started kind of moving some stuff, yeah. so we have time to do all that. So that's nice. Planning the trip to Europe. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's not till September though. Oh. Uh. I might go to Aruba in December. With what random person? <laughs> My friend April, same one. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's pretty, she's got like a free resort stay or something so all you gotta do is pick oh you have to like sit through a two hour uh like timeshare presentation i'm sure she, she better have already sat through that yeah right, i'll go with the micro with the microphone and record the whole thing and ask dumb questions and stuff and get yeah. kicked out i've been doing i've been pushing Still a little bit more buttons lately just because in public situations just because i've been doing it more and i'm getting better at it like i'm great at and it's a thrill it's not a thrill, but I'm like, sometimes you just sit there and you have all these things that you would say and you don't say them. But now I'm like, well, how are they going to react? Like, if it's like a timeshare or something and the guy is uh, talking about how it's great, like, seven months of the year or something. And I, I feel like, like those are good situations in which you kind of, like, improv, you, like, adopt a character. Right. You know? Like, hey, what do you, like, the New York, the Brooklyn guy. <laughs> the Brooklyn guy. <laughs> Hey, why is it only good only seven months <laughs> out of the year? What's right. The... What do you eat around there? Like, just dumb. You Super... got pizza? <laughs> oh, that sounds sounds good to me. You know, the whole time. like everything. Absolutely. Is... That's exactly what those people sound like. I did really that... nailed it. Oh, at the comedy club, there's a lot of really bad comedians, <laughs> and I kept clapping really loudly. Oh, did you guys go to the comedy cellar? No, we went to the uh, knitting room. Knitting factory. Oh, that's right. But we, we, comedy cellars right there. That's like iconic. Yeah, we had a we had a. I don't know. Uh, it's right there. It's probably it's a big city. It's we had an appointment to go to that. We had like a uh, whatever you call it reservation, but we didn't go. You have to like, have a reservation. Again. Yeah. Really. But I don't remember why we didn't go. It's probably just because I was broke, and I was, the whole time I'm like, I'm here so we can write stuff. Right. So let's not go and spend a bunch of money. Mm. So then he kept spending money, and then he's and at one point he's like, I'm not rich. I know you think I'm rich, but I'm not rich. And I'm like, no. It's like, yeah, I didn't want you to spend this money in the first place. Yeah, like, why do we need to go? to these places right now. Why can't we go uh, drink for free at your friend's bars? Yeah. But, whatever. He wore out his welcome Yeah, there. I mean, it's... Man. <sighs> uh, it's New York. You gotta go do some stuff. <clears throat> we, did a, we did a lot of stuff. We to Staten Island. <clears throat> Have a, a romantic ferry ride. Yeah, I saw the Statue of Liberty. I was gonna ask if you saw that. Like, yeah. do some uber touristy stuff. Um, go to Central Park. No, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to do Shakespeare in the Park, but... We did, played a... Poker game with some strangers in, uh, I don't even know where we were. Did you go to one of those parks where everybody's playing chess? No. Oh. I'm not good at chess. But I, I like gambling. Watch. Yeah. I should not get carried away with it. 
We can stop. That's, that's my one. Minutes. That's my. That's the one vice I don't have. Thankfully, is gambling. Well, I always, I'm too cheap. I'm too cheap. Yeah, that's why. I'm good with just being like twenty bucks. Let's play some slots. I mean, yeah, the bet. Uh, yeah, I've been to the casino here once, and I think I went with like five dollars for the slot machines, and uh, then it was all gone. Nickel I'm slots. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, you can do that. That's enough for me. It's fun. It's a thrill. I mostly, I mean, my boyfriend likes gambling, so I mostly, it was his birthday, so I mostly uh-huh. went to go watch him, and I liked it because I could smoke inside. Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Although it was really depressing because we went on, like, a Tuesday afternoon, and it was just all old people. That's how it always is. That's how Atlantic City is, too. It's just people chain like, smoking. Old people, yeah, chain smoking. For, like, 36 hours. Many with, like, tubes machine. in their noses or, like, in yeah. wheelchairs, or, like, middle-aged people where you're just kind of, like... They just literally, literally Why are live you there. Here? Yeah. yeah, and it was kind of depressing. Right. Although the dealers have good jobs. Oh, I'm sure. I bet that's a pretty fucking sweet gig. Yeah, but if you're not um, Native American, you can get fired for pretty much anything. Like I had an uncle who worked there who like ate a sandwich and forgot to write it off or something, and they fired him for it. Oh. He had been there for like three years, four years, something like that. And they're like, "You forgot to comp that sandwich," and he's like, "Sorry." Sorry. And then they just fired him. Oh. Um, well, he should have comped that sandwich. He should have. He learned his lesson this time. Don't eat. Was that tuna salad sandwich really worth it, Greg? <laughs> that's actually Louie. Oh. But that's okay. Cool. We don't need to know his name. Nah, I don't care. So, hi, Louie. He's not listening Hi, Uncle Louie. Um, What's up? Yeah, uh, let's see. Tuna salad. They have great food at the casino, too. Hmm. I think they slaughter things on site. Oh. There's a part of well, downtown that smells horrible. Yeah, I mean, I know some of those restaurants are actually supposed to be, yeah, really fancy and good. Fresh. Their buffet. The one was guy amazing. I worked with, the sushi guy that I worked with, or whatever. Uh-huh. He's he's like I think the head chef at that at their sushi place. Cool. Way yeah. to go. Yeah. Good job, JJ. You get to meet all kinds of weird celebrities. I'm shocked that they get some of those shows that they do. It's always like really They're not that great. <laughs> well, they had like Chuck Berry was pretty sweet. I saw uh-huh. him. Um, yeah, maybe they're not that great, but they yeah, they get some big names. They're like they're like were once very famous people. Old, like like older. fifteen years ago, yeah. Yeah. 15 years ago. Just if you look at their um, you know their their schedule compared to like other local theaters, they probably do at least. Still, as well. it's, you're still getting a gig. Yeah. That's nothing to shake your wiener at. I'm sure they they print their own money. They probably don't care about how much they have to pay these people. It's just like a prestige. The sort casino of... prints their own money. Well, they print chips. They make chips. Oh. Basically, you trade them real money for their money. That's true. And then you lose all their money. money. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, I don't think, look at it that way. I'm very positive about casinos. Really? You gotta be able to work the system. Yeah, I just think a lot of those people shouldn't be in there. But, like, if I'm gonna go well, I just for, feel like, like it's, bucks, Yeah, I mean, I suppose they have every right as a, as a business that wants to make profit, but they just... They're predatory uh, and people yeah. that obviously have issues, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. And that's so. just a huge addiction. What a yeah. thrill. Not okay. mine. <laughs> Not mine. We should get going. It's like 55 minutes. I think this is probably good. I've got to run over to Bayview. Oh, yeah. What are you doing in Bayview? I'm going to go to that place you were talking about. The Middle Eastern place that's owned by the Odd Duck people. Oh, you actually... That's the reason that you're going? Yeah. I have a friend who lives on the street. And... Oh. Yeah. I've been meaning to hang out with her. Oh. Happy and falafel. Happy... Have you been to Vanguard? Oh, yeah. I love the Vanguard. It's like one of my favorite bars. I guess you probably can't really eat anything that's there. I think there was something. I can't remember. but um, I think they probably have some vegan things. I think but Happy did. Falafel will be right up your alley. It will I've be. heard really good things about it. I watched WrestleMania at the Vanguard. 
And also Royal Rumble. Sweet. Actually, I think my coworkers go there for that. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's great. All my brothers are super <laughs> into wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind. Of, I'm not really brother. Brother. That's the. It's you know theater of the ring. They create some of the best characters. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's theater and like soap opera. Oh, here's a related thing. Uh, mm-hmm. The Rock is the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Seriously. Yep. Came out of wrestling. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Yep. I saw that news yesterday from Forbes, so you know it's right. Yeah. Although it's strange. One of my coworkers uh, left, moved to Michigan to go to pro wrestling school. Really? I have a friend. It's who in did Ann that. Arbor, and this place is called the House of Truth. Yeah, I have a friend who did that. He wrestled against Insane Clown Posse and stuff. He was some, he was an amateur wrestler for a while. Oh my god. He squatted oh. with us in California. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something about squatting, like with weights. Oh. <laughs> you were like, you were a spotter. You this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Randy Khan. All right. Hey, uh, Randy. Follow your dreams. Is he still doing it? I don't know what he's doing now. Oh. He was a little white bread. Mm. Like, literally, first first night he got in, he goes to the gas station, he buys Miracle Whip and white bread. And Sweet. Then, that was, like, my favorite sandwich when I was a kid. Yeah. Throw some chips in there. Wonder, Wonder Bread and Miracle Whip, yeah. He probably put some chips on there, but, yeah, I'm like, That's okay. That's the best. I, he set a tone right there. I'm like, I know right. what I'm in for here. Yeah. You're not going to see him at Happy Falafel anytime soon. Yeah. And then he's like making us watch all his old wrestling videos and stuff. And it's like, yeah, this is interesting for a second, but... Right. Not for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah. We're not doing this anymore, please. There's such a lore behind it, though. Like, the people who are super into it, oh, they're is, like... Yeah. And I kind of start to wonder... I mean, like, I just... I want to... It's interesting. It is. I guess, I but like, it. part of me wonders if they really... Like, they say they obviously know that it's fake but i guess it's kind of like why people get super into comic books uh-huh. i mean you know it's it's made up but i mean you enjoy the story right the story arcs the character development lots of character yeah so i like the bad I don't know, whatever i got i got nothing bad to say about wrestling whatever you heard it here first yep folks <laughs> <laughs> i have i have pretty much no opinion wrestling i'm neutral <laughs> Great. That's a great way to end this one. Yep. I think we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. I talked pretty succinctly about New York City. That's all. Yeah, this should just be like, this is kind of like, this is your recap show. We'll call it New York, New York. The recap show. A New York Minute. Right. It's episode 11. Is it already? A New York Minute. Yeah, because 10 was with Zen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I thought we were going to do something special for 10, but now we got to wait for 20 or 15. Well, yeah, we got to wait to do our uh, Call of Swede. Oh, we got to, yeah. yeah. I'm going to figure out the Skype stuff pretty soon. Okay. Great. We can save that first, but one of the special ones. Okay, everybody. Thanks well, for listening once you heard again. It here. We'll do that one of these times. We're doing the Skyping uh, Swede. Call a Swede. Sweden, um, Sweden's phone number. I'll see if I can figure that out for next week, actually. We'll do it next week. What? No promises, listeners. Because <laughs> I suck with technology. You just see the amount of things here I don't know how to use. Yeah, there are lots of chords that do nothing. <laughs> Story of my life. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. See you later.